So the roster's set. The roster is officially set as of early last evening. And no, it's not. Not yet. And you know what? I like that it's not. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. Comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. The roster is set officially, formally, by the NHL's late afternoon deadline yesterday at 22. You can carry a 23rd, but the Penguins don't have enough cap space to make that me if they wanted to. It's that bad. The last moves that they needed to make were two defensemen, since, of course, they entered camp carrying nine. And I believe that this last set were financially motivated, contractually motivated, whatever terminology that you want to use there. When I say financially, I don't mean being cheap. It's a matter of getting under the cap. If anything, they're the exact opposite when it comes to spending. They spend literally every penny that they can over the course of a season. But if you want to keep P.O. Joseph in your system, if you want to keep other players in your organization, you have to work with what the waiver restrictions are. And the fact of the matter is that Ty Smith, who in their eyes won a job in this camp, and they feel that way, believe me, had to go down because he didn't have to clear through waivers and they don't believe that he would have and neither do I. He's 22 years old. He can make a lot of things happen in the offensive zone. And with this team, he can make the defense core not just more mobile, but more active when it comes to the first pass, when it comes to supporting the rush, something that Mike Sullivan loves in ways that even he can't convey strongly enough. And such was the case last night at PPG Paints Arena after the team had a very rare nighttime practice that Sullivan had this to say about Smith's demotion. Well, our message to him was that uh, that we're really excited about the, the, the prospects of him being a Pittsburgh Penguin. You know, we, we have a lot of respect for Ty in his game. It's one of the reasons why he actually acquired him. You know, he's a young defenseman with a lot of upside. We really like his offensive game. We like his offensive instincts. You know, we know he has an opportunity to grow on the defensive side of the puck, and we're, we're going to do our very best to help him there. Um, and, and that was our message to him was, you know, just because a decision like this was made um, right now doesn't mean it's etched in stone and performance matters. And uh, just like it does with all of our players. A fluid situation is not a terminology that you hear very often when a player is sent down to the minors. You'll 99.99999% of the time hear how you know we value him and we hope to have him back. There are some things that we need to work on and whatever else here. But the way Sullivan's speaking is as if there's another move that's imminent or at least likely that could get him back up here. And that, of course, would mean trading another defenseman off the current roster. 
This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 can be turned into five full meals. For those in need, visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. Now, who might that defenseman be? Well, the one they were trying to trade for the better part of the past month was P.O. Joseph. The one they were trying to trade going back to the summertime was Marcus Pedersen. The one I think they should be trying to trade is Brian Dumoulin, but he can only go to a few teams per his contract, and he's not looked good. So what you're going to see here, presuming nothing else unfolds right away, is not the best roster even in the eyes of management. They're trying to do something in terms of you know, moving assets where they belong so they don't just give players away. And I understand that, okay? That that stuff is real. That stuff does impact you over the course of time. It's not just about having your very best roster for the very next game. But Smith really should be in Pittsburgh. Not according to me, according to them, okay? That's That's where this needs to be very, very clear here. I'm not making an assessment on Smith after a single camp. I'm making an assessment on how they feel about Smith and what he can do for the Penguins. When I was at the the arena over the weekend and talking to some people there, the general feeling is that, A, they needed a little bit more mobility back there, but they needed it to be in a way where they could move the puck up the ice. Okay, it's not just about, uh, as I'd mentioned on yesterday's episode, the Mike Matheson type of mobility where he was the breakout. It was about moving, moving with it. And it's about bringing the defensemen and the forwards closer together. I brought this up with Tristan Jari since it's a subject that he's brought up with me several times over the years, how when he sees the Penguins playing better as a collective. For anyone who did see that preseason finale against the Sabres, you'll know what I'm talking about in relation to Smith because he was up there with the forwards a lot, but he did it in a way, teamed up with Jan Ruda, uh, that looked and felt responsible. It was kind of tough to tell that night because the Sabres didn't have all their guys and the Sabres really didn't look all that invested in the entire event. But... In that moment, in that game, you could see that there was something between the two of them where one or the other could take off. And Ruta, by the way, is pretty good at this himself. So we'll see. This isn't done. That's my point here. This isn't done. When we come back, J1Q. comes from Ryan who asks, DK, what do you think of the Ian Cole allegations and do you think there's concern among Penguins management that he did some of that sort of thing while he was in Pittsburgh? I'm very concerned if Penguins players protected him. God, I hope not. Ryan, I believe that there are two general principles 
that should be applied when it comes to a situation like this. And first off, for anybody who isn't aware, although it's made pretty significant news across the hockey world over the last 24 hours, there is an individual who has accused Cole uh, publicly through Twitter of of grooming and assaulting her as a minor. And in no order, those two things are that the accusations need to be taken drop-dead seriously and followed through on in every possible way. Meaning, even if the accusations end up not being completely verifiable, find out what else went into it, what else can be done uh, culturally, what else can be done institutionally to avoid such situations in the future. But really, really important here for that individual to be respected and protected. Okay, there's one. The other one, and this is obvious since this is the law of the land in the United States of America, is that you are innocent until you are proven guilty. That side of it doesn't seem to get adhered to as much as it used to. Almost all of the discussion that I saw regarding Cole over these last 24 hours have pronounced him just dead and gone. Like, he absolutely did it. It's all past tense. And to be honest with you here, you kind of did the same thing with your question. Your concern is not whether or not the story is this or that or whether the victim is protected or any of that kind of stuff from any perspective. But it's presuming that this absolutely positively is the case and Cole is dead and done and what do the penguins have to say about this well you know that's not how it works and it's not how it should work both parties since there are two here need to be respected within their own rights now as far as what i think you're just asking me uh, i Felt like I got to know Ian Cole pretty well on the professional level. I made many, many mentions of that in his time in Pittsburgh. He was as uh, social and amiable as pretty much anyone you'd cover. I also had the good fortune of meeting his parents when they were here. The parents not only were uh, warm and wonderful in the times that I met them, but also were just laying it all out here, uh, really, really good to me at the time when I lost one of my parents. Now, does that mean that I would be or wouldn't be aware of this or that or whatever? Heck no. I mean, that's, you know, that's stuff that's way off the radar of, you know, a handful of minutes that the locker room is open or, you know, talking to someone's mom and dad. But I can say that what it does is it makes me all the more mindful of the responsibility, not just the journalists have, but that all of us have, I believe, to be as diligent and thorough as possible in finding out the truth. When this individual comes forth the way she did, what she is striving for more than anything is to have the truth known, to have that out there. That's what 
she wants, and I say in this case, the she in almost any context, that's what she wants is to have the truth out there. Cole issued a statement through his agent yesterday in which he said he 100% denies the accusations and he looks forward to the NHL's investigation of this. Okay, so what do we do? We wait. We wait and we hope that the league has the best investigators on the case, that the league and everyone else involved finds out the truth, whatever that happens to be, and then, and then we react accordingly, myself included. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We will do this again tomorrow. 